Okay, good evening. Welcome everybody to a new human um, experience podcast. Tonight is April the 14th, 2020, and our topic tonight is free will. So free will is a, um, as a concept is very simple. It simply is the, uh, the choice to take. The choice to take part in a situation or an experience or to not take part in the situation or experience. So that's all it is, free will. So free will is actually a very foundation, it's fundamental universal principle of creation. And um, it is something that we, as a human race, we haven't really experienced a lot of that in the last 10,000 years so, or so years. So we still have um, some version of free will. However, the version of free will that we experience now um, in, in our society of most of us has, has experienced is really a very watered down version of what free will is. At a um, very, I would say, um, at the soul level, free will, we all have free will because each and every one of us are a, um, an aspect of the universal creator himself. So that means we're all gods. We're actually all gods in this human suit and having an experience. And we chose to come here on earth to have an, an experience. And so free will, how come when we come on earth, free will is so watered down. Um, so now we, the, our version of free will, uh, what do I mean by watered down? Is because, um, yes, we, we pay lip service to free will. That's why you choose to go to work or not go to work. You choose to um, be with a person or not. You choose to um, you know, take vacation or not. So it seems like we have some, we have free will, it seems like. However, the free will that we have is so watered down because since birth, from birth anyways, we... Um, we were all trained to obey our parents. We're all trained to obey our teachers. We're all trained to obey um, grandparents. We're all trained to obey authorities. We're all trained to obey doctors, so on and so forth. We're all trained to obey someone else. When we, have, when we are trained, to obey someone else when we are trained to, for example, um, in school, we're told to trust our teacher, obey our teacher. But some of our teachers um, really, they don't know what they're talking about. They, they're, and a lot of the um, information that, for example, scientific information, that we learn in school is actually not correct. However, we still have to memorize those things. We still have to be graded from, um, we have still have to, to be graded by memorizing a lot of the facts that 
are no longer facts. They are actually, a lot of them are just a convenience. So there's so many um, ways for, to, I would say, separate us from our, from our free will. Um, like even parents, it's very fundamental. We obey our parents and the Bible says we have to obey our parents, all of that. So religion is another way to take our free will away because when God says this, you, you can't do this. And we're all trained that when God is mad with you, yeah, he will, he may um, drown you by sending a flood or he may um, somehow destroy you. So this God or this um, G-O-D that we've created out there carry a big stick. And that's how we have been um, conditioned to not know what free will actually is. Free will actually is very simple. You choose to participate in a situation or an experience, or you choose not to. So simple, and everyone have the choice. And because um, we were never told that we can actually choose, and that whatever we choose as a source, it will hold, no matter what anyone else tells us, no matter, even if, even if, um, like in, in the spiritual world, there's no such thing as government. And, and even if you look at government now, um, government, our understanding of government is very convoluted, to say the, the least. We, we think that a government um, it has a lot of authority. Actually, government has zero authority. Government derives its authority because we gave the government authority. It's actually our authority. And, um, and government actually is our servant. They are actually our servant. However, none of us really know that or, or really act as if that is the case. We feel the government is this big um, machine that we have to listen to and whatever the government says, we have to do. That actually is um, very incorrect. The, um, a true government does not work like that. And that's why I think that our understanding of, of government, what a government actually does, is very convoluted. The, the government, the way we have the government set up now is actually it. It was something that's created to, because I'm, I'm not trying to say that um, it's bad or anything like that, is in the last, uh, the past 10,000 years, we agreed to this. We have agreed to have this experience. And now that we are in transition, we're coming out of that. that that's why we have to rethink government. We have to rethink what authority is and we have to really start to take a look at and 
step by step to regain our free will. We don't really have a lot of free will because we agree to that. And there's actually only one person who can take away or can um, um, go against our free will, and that is our higher self. And because it's just our higher self, so it's actually still a part of us. So that means that there is no one, not even source, is able to take away our free will. That is if we understand what free will is. So um, free will is so important and it's so misunderstood. We, so parents, let's talk back about parents. Free will. Um, I'm saying this just because it's in the old energy. Our parents are the, the people who take care of us and we take on their beliefs most of the time, not everybody. Um, some people um, likes to rebel or, or if their parents is really um, acting very, I would say very negatively, then it actually um, triggers that, that rebelliousness in us. However, I'm saying that most parents do their best for the best that they know for their, their children and they do their best. However, we, um, we've been conditioned to really do and take on the, the beliefs of our parents because we want to um, be loved. So then that concept of love is also one of the ways that we, um, we have to understand what love is. And it's very, I would say, um, central to free will. Because if we don't know who we are, we are actually, we are love. We don't need love. We are love. We are the personification of love. And that when we truly know that we are love and we are loved, no matter what we do, no matter what we say, there is no condition under which we are not love because we are the personification of love itself. And we, uh, most of us are not taught to do that. We are taught to, to believe that we need to do something in order to earn love, in order to be worthy of love. We have to be able to, let's say, provide for somebody else, help somebody else, be of service in order to be loved. And that's not true. Because if you are source, then you have love. It is only because you are loved, that's why you are created. Or the, your soul is created because of love. You hold that love within you. And when you truly um, understand what love truly is, and be able to turn that in and love yourself, really know that it does not you don't have to do anything you don't have to you don't have to earn certain amount of money you don't have to do things for other people you can be yourself 100% speak your mind and say whatever it is as long as you're doing it because that's your truth and you're speaking your truth you're being who you truly are then 
you are love. You are really personification of love. And truth is a part of love as well. Because if you, um, if you fudge around, you may make it easier on yourself in terms of relationship in the short term. But in the long term, you're actually not acting in a loving way. So being who you are, speaking your truth, no matter what someone else thinks, is an expression of love. However, most of us um, are not self-assured uh, enough to be able to act in that way. So that's why we give away our free will in this way. So now I'm really getting into some of the ways that we can start to move away from the way we've been acting, giving away our free will, which is to take back our free will, to really um, be able to, to understand what free will means. We have to really understand who we are and remember who we are. And when we start from there, from there, we start from there and start to reclaim who we truly are and start to let go of the, um, I would say, the, our habitual way of relating with other people is to try to appease other people in order to earn their love. That's, that's something that we need to rethink. And you don't have to agree with me. I just, my purpose here is really to ask you to start to rethink those things. When you remember who you truly are and, and really accept who you are. And if you are, and let's say if you um, are not perfect right now, that's okay. Remember that you don't need to be perfect in order to be loved. And start to give that unconditional love for yourself. Start to know that you are worthy of unconditional love right here, right now. Not after you have you know, lost those, your extra 30 pounds, not after you... Um, have you know done those exercise not after you have been successful not after you have you know helped you know ten thousand people no there's no condition right here right now you already are worthy of your own love and really tune in to reclaim that love for yourself and then also start to um, live from there. Live from there to accept who you truly are and start to um, start to really honor who you are, what you want to do, what you like to do, and start to step by step let go of the beliefs that have you think that, oh, I can't say that because if I say that, I'm going to upset so-and-so. Or if I say that, then I'm going to get fired. Or if I say that, you know, someone else is going to um, punish me. No, 
I think that's because we came from, and and um, it has been like that. The society has been like that. That we all so deprived of love that we would do anything for other people to make other people or convince other people that we are worthy of their love. And when you start to unravel that kind of thinking and start to know who you are and really accept who you are and love who you are right here right now and you don't have to apologize with um, whatever you do and start to be okay with that then that's the first step in really getting back your own free will and and also know that um, yes, there is. We have a collective. For example, our family, immediate family. There is a, that is our first level collective. And then let's say if you live in um, Canada, then Canada is another level of, of collective. And then if you let's say if you if I'm Chinese and then I have an, I belong to another collective. So there are all of these levels of collectives and we somehow believe that if we, let's say if we are Canadians and we have to behave a certain way, if we're part of this family, then we have to toe the family line. And if we are Chinese, we have to do X, Y, Z and really understand that that's just a suggestion no matter what collective you belong to, your free will is paramount. It's the most important thing. And you are not required to do what the collective does. Regardless of what the collective wish to experience, you have free will to partake of the collective experience or not. And that's your free will. And when you start to process your own um, judgments, your own fear, your own beliefs that you don't have free will or anything that um, robs you of your, your flexibility to be who you are and speak your own truth and decide for yourself what you want to experience and what you do not want to experience when you get to that part, then you start to really be able to have free will and to experience free will and know that no matter what is going on outside, you always have the um, choice to experience something or not. It does not matter how scary it may look. It does not matter how... Um, lonely you may feel or unloved you may feel because those fear of of not being loved that's that's something that is um that's really a conditioning because in our society we we grew up thinking that we need um one another and we actually don't we can actually create whatever we want to finish, whatever it is that we want to create, whatever it is that we want to experience, we have that ability.
And the more we remember who we are and process all the beliefs, all the fear, all the judgment, all the expectations, when we process all of that, then what's left is, is just our essence, which is an aspect of the creator source. And because we are an aspect of creator source, then it is our it is our nature to be able to decide for ourselves, to create for ourselves whatever experience it is that we wish to. And the more we are congruent with believing that, the easier it is for us to exercise our own free will. Now I'm saying all this, <clears throat> um, it's simple. However, that does not mean it is easy. And I know how not easy it is to um, do things that other people around you are not ready to accept yet. And it's, I know it is, it is scary. However, it is what we are called to do. And in the more we move into the fifth dimension, the easier it is we'll be able to, to do that. And all of that, um, moving in from three, the third dimension into the fifth dimension, that's really what we are doing, is getting more conscious and playing with um, closer to who we truly are. And when we move up the vibration scale, then the more we can start to reclaim this. And this is really part of uh, a way to raise your own vibration is to reclaim your own free will. So ask yourself each morning or however often you want to and prepare to is how free are you? How free are you to take part in an experience or not and start to process the the reasons or excuse you have come up with in order to um, justify why you don't feel that you are free to make choices that is indicative of who you truly are and when you start to do that little by little day by day start small start just very small just start with just one thing and do an experiment one day and then do two things the next day or do two things the next week and just build from there and start to step by step regain your own free will that's all I have to say for this topic this evening. So the meditation for this evening is um, really processing fear because fear is something that um, it's, it holds us back from claiming our own free will because we have so much fear 
in a lot of hidden ways in our body, in our, in our um, physical body stored and also energetic body stored. So I cannot stress enough that processing your own fear is um, doing it little by little every day is to free yourself from more and more fear. And when you can be who you are, walk anywhere, think anything, and speak your own truth without feeling of fear, that will be a beautiful day. So let's start by getting to know how to process fear in a very, um, this, uh, it applies to fear, but it can be used for any other emotions or it can be used for any other beliefs. You just have to substitute the word fear or the feeling fear with whatever it is that you want to process. So let's start. Let's just start this fear processing exercise by getting present to our body. So we can do that by just breathing in. Just breathing in very slowly, easily, and fully inflate our lungs, our body. And when we can breathe in no longer, then just start to easily and effortlessly let go of your breath. And then repeat that a few more times. Breathing in slowly, easily, effortlessly. Until you can breathe in no more, then start to breathe out. And do this a couple more times. Breathing in slowly. And letting go. And set the intention that each time you let go, that you allow your body to feel even more relaxed. Allow your head to start to release any tension. Allow your shoulders to start to release tension, any felt tensions. And if you need to adjust how your shoulder, how you're holding your shoulder is, then do so. And now set your intention to shift. To shift your focus from your head into your heart. You can do this by just imagining that you're stepping inside an elevator an energetic elevator that is at the top floor 
where your head and your brain is. And when you're inside the elevator, just press the button that has the symbol of a heart on it and just press it. And allow this energetic elevator to take you from your head all the way down into your heart. And when the elevator doors open, then you're there. Your focus has been shifted to your heart and just move your attention into your physical and energetic heart. And when you're in your heart, send an energy beam, send an intention from your heart to the heart of Mother Earth. So that you're connected with the consciousness of Mother Earth as well. And feel the difference when your consciousness is connected to the consciousness of Mother Earth. It feels a lot more grounding, a lot more solid. It feels calmer, peace. And while you're connected to Mother Earth, at the same time, send an energy beam from your heart up to the sun, the star of our solar system. And be connected with the consciousness of the sun as well. Feel that. Feel how it feels like when you're connected to Mother Earth and Father Sky at the same time. The ancient ones call this the unity consciousness. When your consciousness is fused with consciousness of Mother Earth and the consciousness of Father Sky.
And now let's do some processing, some fear processing. It can be fear in general, or it can be a specific fear. It's up to you what you choose. It can be fear of not being good enough. It can be fear of not being loved. Or just in general fear. So when you feel this fear, which part of your body is holding this fear? When you think of this fear, where in your body becomes active, that's where you're holding this fear. Maybe your shoulders, or it may be your back, upper back or lower back. Sometimes it is held around your hips sometimes on your feet, wherever it is, just notice that there is some unprocessed emotions called fear being stuck in that part of the body. And all you need to do is just notice it. And as you notice the fear that is being stored in that part of your body, allow the fear to come up. Don't try to suppress it. Allow it to come up. And also try to breathe into that as well. As though you can breathe from that part of your body. So breathe into the part of your body that is holding fear. As you breathe in fear, as you just breathe in, notice the fear in that part of your body. Breathe in the consciousness of Mother Earth and Father Sky. No need to resist the fear. Allow it to come up. Whatever fear is ready to come up, allow it to come up. And when it comes up, you may 
have certain stories attached to that. You may think of a certain incident in the past that caused that fear, or maybe some worries about the future that is causing that fear to be stuck in your body. Either way is fine. Just know that here and now, in this moment, you are breathing in consciousness of Mother Earth and Father Sky into this area of your body. And as you breathe in higher consciousness, feel how that starts to shift that part of your body. And as you are willing to allow the fear to come up, it starts to shift. You may need to move that part of your body or that part of body may just move on its own as it starts to untangle energetically all the fear that was stored there. So don't be surprised if there are some subtle muscle movement that's going on in your body. Don't try to just lock in your position and not move. Be flexible so that if your body needed to move in order to let go of the fear, it can. And just breathe in more energy into that area. And keep on just allowing the fear to come up. If there are any other emotions that's coming up, that's okay. Allow all of that to come up and transform.
keep on breathing, breathing more of earth consciousness and solar consciousness into that part of your body. And also breathing out and as you breathe out, allow any stories of fear or other emotions to just come up and move out or be transformed. And you may need to do more of this. However, for now, let's move on to the next step. The next step is really to connect to source energy. So in your heart, still in your heart, be connected to your heart. Expand and call in energy of source, energy of the infinite creative source. Send love to source and allow source energy to come through you, through your heart and allow it to go to wherever the part of your body it is that you have been working with to release fear. Allow source energy to come in to that part of your body to fill it up. You don't have to do anything. Just allow source energy to come in through you into that part of your body and allow source energy to transform that fear that has been stuck in your body. This energy from source is intelligent. It knows what to do. And when you allow it to come in and assist you, when you invite it to come in, it will. It is always happy to assist you. You only need to ask and allow. And simply notice
and continue to allow source energy to not just come into the part of your body that is holding fear. Allow source energy to be completely surround you and hold you in love. Source loves you unconditionally. So invite this unconditional love from source to completely surround you. To fully wrap you up, your whole body is now surrounded by the energy of source and allow this energy of source to grow even bigger so that now it is the size of the room you're in. And allow it to get bigger so that it is now the size of the city that you're in. And now allow it to be as big as the country you're in. And now allow source energy to be as big as the whole earth. And allow source energy to not just work on your fear, but the fear that is common to all of the human collective, to all of the earth collective, whether they be human, animals, trees, or any other created creatures. Allow source energy to come in, start to transform. The lower vibration of fear, to start to transform it. Because Earth, Mother Earth, is ready to move into an energetic time where fear has no hold, where fear is no longer needed to play on this playground called Earth.
Feel the love, the unconditional love of source. Transforming our knowledge of what fear is. Transforming our affinity to still play with fear and allow us to actually choose to play with other realities that is fear-free, free of fear. That is what we want to play with now. So now, now that we have an experience of source helping us to transform this feeling we call fear, let's start to bring that back into our body. Let's start to breathe, breathe. Breathe in all that energy, the unconditional, the unconditional love of source. And just breathe it back into our heart. And just imagine that this energy of source that has been surrounding Earth helping every living being on earth to transform fear. That energy to become much more condensed so that it now fits. It fits back into our heart. And breathe in some more to breathe it in, into our heart. And let it go.
And then one last time, breathe it in. The energy of source that is always available to us to help us transform. Transform fear and any other emotions or beliefs or stories that we may have to transform it so that all we know is the unconditional love from source. And accept that into our heart because we are unconditionally loved and we are the personification of the love of source. You have a choice of either continuing on to meditate or you can come back into the room while still holding on to this unconditional love from source. So breathe in one last time and make your choice. And let it go. If you choose to come back into the room, you may open your eyes when you are ready.